1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Southern Remedies Relatively Speaking, the show all about you and your family. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, professor of pediatrics and medical director of the Center for the Advancement of Youth at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Did you forget to ask your significant other a really important question before you dove into the relationship and now you regret it? Or did you hide something about yourself that he or she still doesn't know? Today, we're talking about those must-have discussions before entering into a committed bond. Let's talk about what's going on in your life. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling one mpb ring That's 1-877-672-7464. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. This is relatively speaking from MPB Think Radio.
2: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Lori London. Amid reports that the president has spoken with advisors about firing Attorney General Jeff Sessions, House Speaker Paul Ryan tells reporters he's staying out of it.
3: The president gets to decide what his personnel is. You all know that. That's his, he's he's the executive branch for the legislative branch. He discerns uh, who is hired and fired in the executive branch. That's his prerogative. Uh, if he has concerns or questions or Problems with the attorney general, I'm sure he'll bring him up with him himself.
2: But other Republicans, including Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, have defended Sessions, saying Trump shouldn't base prosecutorial decisions on politics. Trump launched a fresh Twitter tirade this morning against Sessions, who was the first senator to endorse his candidacy. The Senate Judiciary Committee has issued a subpoena to compel former Trump campaign chair Paul Manafort to appear at a hearing tomorrow. It will be public. Manafort met this morning with staff of the Senate Intelligence Committee. The Trump administration's Labor Department today started the process of reconsidering the previous administration's plans to increase the number of people eligible for overtime pay, As NPR's Yukinaguchi reports, the department says the Obama administration's threshold for being exempt from overtime was too high. It is essentially back to the
3: drawing board for a rule that was supposed to take effect in December in the waning days of the Obama presidency. That rule would have more than doubled the base salary most workers would have to earn in order to be considered salaried and therefore ineligible for overtime pay. Advocates said that would have increased pay for more than 4 million workers. Under President Trump, the Labor Department has said the increase to the threshold was too high and now is requesting additional information from interested parties. Yuki Noguchi, NPR News, Washington.
2: Israel has removed the metal detectors it recently installed outside a Jerusalem holy site in an effort to reduce tensions. It says it will employ new security measures, reportedly advanced cameras. But as NPR's Daniel Estrin reports from Jerusalem, Muslim worshippers are still boycotting the holy site.
4: Muslim women chanted, be steadfast, no to cameras. Israel set up metal detectors outside the Al-Aqsa Mosque compound after a fatal shooting there. But Muslims objected, saying Israel was trying to take control of the site. Muslims have boycotted the site. Tensions led to three Palestinians killed in clashes with police and three Israelis stabbed to death by a Palestinian. Overnight, Israel removed the metal detectors and said it would install new screening methods at the site. The decision was reached just after Jordan and Israel. Israel ended their dispute over an Israeli embassy guard's fatal shooting of Jordanians. Muslim leaders have not yet announced an end to their boycott, and worshippers continue to stage a sit-in out.
2: This is NPR. Some economists fear another housing bubble as U.S. home prices reached a new high in May for a straight six straight month. The Standard & Poor's National Home Price Index shows an increase of more than 5.5% in May. Much of the price gains are in San Francisco, Seattle, and Portland, Oregon. One of the nation's oldest tobacco companies is now owned by a foreign competitor. Sean Beter from member station WFDD reports the merger has created the largest publicly traded tobacco company in the world.
5: The courtship lasted more than a decade. British American Tobacco already owned more than 40% of North Carolina-based Reynolds American. Many analysts suspected a merger would be the ultimate outcome. Now, the deal's done. BAT owns Reynolds and a huge portion of the tobacco market, Reynolds spokesman David Howard says the merger will create a stronger company without making major changes to U.S. operations. British American Tobacco has advised us that it's confident a great majority of jobs in the RAI family of companies will be preserved. The final sale price for Reynolds American was roughly $50 billion. For NPR News, I'm Sean Beter in Winston-Salem.
2: The last killer whale born in captivity under SeaWorld's discontinued orca breeding program has died. The company says three-month-old Kiara was being treated for an infection last weekend. The calf's health continued to decline. Following years of pressure and protests from animal rights activists, SeaWorld announced the end of its breeding program. This is NPR.
4: Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include C3IoT, providing a software platform that brings artificial intelligence, big data, cloud computing, and IoT to industrial-scale digital transformations. Learn more at C3IoT.com. This is Relatively Speaking with Dr. Susan Buttress on MPB Think Radio. To take part in today's show with your questions or comments, call 877-MPB-RING. That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show, family at mpbonline.org. And now, Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio.
1: morning and thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. So today we're talking about how do you know you're in the right relationship? Did you forget to ask your significant other a really important question before you dove into that relationship and now, oh my goodness, you're really regretting it? Or did you hide something about yourself that he or she still doesn't know and you don't know what to do about that? Today, we're talking about those must-have discussions before entering into a committed bond and what you should do if you're in one of those at committed bonds and you feel like you still haven't had those discussions. Is it time to move forward? So this is sort of a season. It seems like there's always a season. June used to be the season for weddings, and now people get married in July, August, September, and all through the winter, too. So um, it's not too late. You think you found that person who's just right for you. Maybe it was love at first sight. Maybe it was a friendship that grew into a romance. So how do you know if you really have found the right person for you? We're going to talk today about the talks you should have to make sure that those common areas um, that can cause conflict, you've already looked into, you already knew, you know what's going on before you jump into a committed relationship. Or if you're in one but not locked in a marital bond, uh, what do you need need to do? What do you need to talk about before you get into that? There are the Huffington Post did a a great article uh, not too long ago where they interviewed several psychologists and marriage therapists to discuss sort of the topics that you should discuss before you get into a marriage. And and I, I want us to talk about those. I think they're issues that we all know we need to discuss But sometimes we shy away from them. Do you think it's maybe because you're afraid you'll find that this person you really think you are madly in love with uh, might not be the right person? Might you find something out that you don't want to know? Um certainly I think if you all think about it clearly those of you who have been in the wrong kind of relationship can certainly join in this conversation to to let others know how important it is to really be sure that this is the right person, to make sure you agree on the common ground that you need, in which you need to agree, and to not go into a relationship thinking that you want to change this person to see your side, so that's the way you'll go into it. So give us a call, join in the, this conversation about what you think is important to talk about before you enter into a committed bond. What do you think is most needed or most talked about or what those qualities are? Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. Well, let me, I'll start off the conversation with um, the fact that it really might be the, it might not be the most exciting thing to do when you're together with that person that you are excited about being with to sit down and discuss those big ticket relationship issues like fa- family planning, money. Um, just your desires, your goals, your objectives, so that, um, that this can continue to be that fun relationship that you're all excited about right now. It does seem that if you talk about these subjects, if you go through these questions, Um, you are less likely to have a failed relationship. Of course, there are no guarantees. I know there are people out there who felt like they talked through everything and maybe they didn't get full disclosure. But this is, when, when we talk about these topics... And when you have these talks about these different issues that you really should discuss, there has to be full disclosure. Because if you talk about a topic and answer the question the way you think the other person that you are falling in love with, If you are answering them the way you think they would answer the question, then you're not doing any good at all for your relationship because there's not good honesty and full disclosure in the relationship. So when you have these talks, I want you, those of you who are listening, who are in a relationship now or wanting to get into a relationship or are struggling with what's going on. remember. Whatever, whenever, you sit down and have those serious talks, you have to be honest. You can be kindly honest. You know, last week we talked about lying and and um, how to know when it's a lie and why people lie and the science behind it. And sometimes we lie to protect others. But this is one of those situations when it's not helpful not to be upfront, Put all the cards out there for one to see. Okay, so what would you think is the most common uh, thing that comes up whenever marriage and family counselors say you need to talk about what topic is number one or two? They kind of jockey back and forth on the list. I bet um, many of you can guess. Hey Jay, you got a guess for us about what that one um, topic is that you have to talk about first before you get into a committed um, relationship, certainly a marriage.
6: Ooh, I would say uh, maybe something about uh, previous relationships or something like that. Or
1: well, I that's yeah, that's in there. That's actually um, in there. Um
6: what, what's your how, how experienced are you maybe that's it to that's, a a,
1: that's that's definitely in there it's not at the top but that that sex talk and that that relationship talk and kind of um, where you are in relationships is is in the list actually it's number 2 so you are really close you're really close <laughs> the number 1 is the money talk believe it or not the the money talk about how you spend your money um, whether you have debt, whether or not you plan to work once you get into this committed relationship, or do you expect someone else to support you? And that can be in a heterosexual or homosexual relationship, honestly. It's who who's, who's going to carry the load of bringing home the bacon. Now, Working inside the home is also work, and we don't need to get into that discussion. But the, the, that discussion about money is um, who's going to be earning income that comes into the home to pay those payments that many of us have. Um, how much do you think about saving? I mean, are you one of those committed savers who's very frugal? That's another important one. Um, do you have to have the best of the best, or are you willing to save half of what you bring in and um, and realize that every time something new, some new electronic comes up, if you don't have the cash to pay for it right now, you're not going to put yourself into debt. Those are actually the money issue Is probably one of the earliest issues that um, loving couples get into arguments about. Because the sex stays fairly good, right? For a while. And um, so it's still pretty exciting. But you can surely stumble over somebody coming home with something expensive that you didn't discuss. And um, all of the sudden that budget you thought you were on is blown and then what do you do so um the other the other reason of course is if you have somebody who is a real spendthrift and every time they turn around they want to buy something else they can they can put the whole family into major debt, so the money talk is is at the very top of the list. Um, believe it or not, and that's one of those you think, "Well, good grief, that's so unromantic." How do you talk about that? And and think about when you're trying to get into. Uh, I talk about that. Maybe just say out loud some instances where you know others got into trouble in their relationship. Maybe a case example, a little storytelling about what happened to one of your friends so that maybe you're not delving heavy into the issue until um, you get a little further in the relationship. So that's one Okay, the next one, like Jay mentioned, um, the sex talk um, is is really one of those important things to talk about, about um, how how intimate um, the sexual intimacy doesn't match yours. And we can start. I mean, before we're talking about the act. Of sex, I'm talking more about the intimacy of it all. Are you one of those people who who likes to display public affection? Are you one of those who is not even comfortable holding hands out in public? And certainly, you know who you are out there, where you'd rather just be two separate entities in public, and then you show all your affection in private. Those kinds of discussions really do need to happen all right so money and sex we're going to go on to the phones um to our first caller we have ann and sumner and you have a comment about the communication in marriage
3: um just real quick um i i would like to know your top two or three books on communication because i think it seems like it's Again, you have to generalize, but between a man and a woman, it seems like they communicate so differently. It's like different worlds. So, um, and and um, I think whether you're just entering into romantic relationships or, I mean, you've been married a long time, you still can always learn.
1: Right, you and are
3: I'd like to listen off the air, please, <laughs> but <laughs> but, um, but uh, any any guidance you have on that would would be so appreciated. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, thanks for your call, Anne. You are so right that that one of the most important things that you can do is learn how to appropriately communicate. And we've talked about that on this very show several times about the art of communication and, and how to communicate. There's so many good resources out there, uh, both online and in hard copy print, that what I can do for you is put on our Facebook page, um, the Some of the top resources and i 'll pull those together for our listeners, so um, I hope you 'll go and and check check that um, in the next i 'll get that on in the next couple of days for you because there are a lot of excellent resources about how to communicate in any kind of relationship, but particularly in, in marriage. And, and like I said, this, I would encourage all of you, and I can also put this online, this Huffington Post article, it really does a good job of stepping through some of the things that, that sometimes just trip people up. And, and I can tell you, as I was reading through it, it, it was very clear to me that it's something that every single couple goes through. I know in my my marriage now in my previous relationships um they are are definitely issues and and I think my husband and I did a my current husband, my present and forever husband um he's listening I think um step through these because of perhaps some of the mistakes that we made before. So I would hope that many of you listening um, take take advice on this and really remember that the communication, as our first caller mentioned, uh, is, is at the top of the list of what you need to learn how to do. So we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to keep talking about those Important discussions that you need to have before you get into a committed relationship. or if you're in it now, um, try to sit down and hash out some of these things. Give us a call to share your thoughts and concerns. At 1877 MPB ring, that's 18776727464, you can send an email to family at MPBonline.org. This is relatively speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. We'll be right back.
0: jazz can be just what the doctor ordered join me meredith michelle with wjsu's evening jazz seven to ten weeknights on mpb music radio Medical marijuana is legal in 29 states, but not in Mississippi. Marijuana, as a medicinal agent, if there's scientific proof that it works, then that's a discussion we should have.
6: Some say it helps.
5: Like most chemo, you vomit and nausea and all, everything goes with it. Pot was pretty much an instant relief.
6: But for some, it can lead to problems.
1: Marijuana was the first thing I ever did. It was the least scary. Watch The
6: Paradox of Pot, a Southern Remedy special, Thursday at 7.30 p.m. on
4: TV. To listen to stories and shows, go to mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To take part in today's show with your questions or comments, call 877-MPB-RING. That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show, family at mpbonline.org.
1: Welcome back. This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. Today we're talking about how do you know you're in the right relationship? How do you know this person who seems so great is really as great as they seem for you? They may be a fabulous person, but are they a good match for you? So I'm telling you today what the experts say about the top ten points of discussion you should have. Are um, uh, before you get into a permanent fixed relationship. And I'd like to see what you think. Do you agree with these? Do you have other thoughts to add to the list? And, And then how soon do you know if someone is really telling you what you want to hear or if they are really telling you the truth about their opinions on these topics? So money and sex are at the top of the list, but there's some other really important pieces of information. One that that certainly I don't think is intuitive um, in any of our minds to, to just know this is the discussion about personal space. How much time alone do you need? Are you one of those people who can't stand to be alone at all, ever? Or do you need somebody by your side and filling in the space of silence for you? Or are you one of those people who really needs quiet time, who really is comfortable with being apart, who doesn't want to to be with that significant other, even though they love them dearly, they don't want to be, um, with them every minute of the day. Um, because, now why is that important? It's important because what happens if someone needs personal space and the other one doesn't understand that, they may think, um... That something else is going on, that there is someone else that they find more important to them. They may become jealous of that time or they may start building resentment. The other side, the person who needs that personal space may start to feel smothered, may begin to feel um, like they can't be their own uh, person. So those are issues. Uh, if you have someone who tells you that they really are one of those who really likes quiet time and really likes to go for a jog all alone for a couple of hours, and you find that um, off-putting, then you need to know about it early, right? So would like to hear your thoughts on um what you think is important? You can give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send an email to family at Let's go on back to the phones. We have Kathy and Jackson. Kathy, good morning. Thanks for calling.
3: Good morning. How
1: are you? Doing great. Glad you called in. You said you're looking for the one? Or are you going oh, no. to no, no, no.
3: I just wanted to comment on
1: it. Okay, great.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think the greatest advice that any of us could get if we're looking for a marriage mate, if we're looking for somebody compatible with us, for somebody to be with us for the rest of our lives, possibly raising children, grandchildren, experiencing things together, the best advice I see is through our Maker, through God, because in the Bible it gives you so much information about what a capable wife is, about the role that a husband is supposed to play, um, about them looking at the woman being um, a weaker vessel and how they're to support the woman and the woman. Letting the man be the head of the household and giving him that just respect, but how we, and how we're supposed to raise our children and teach them, you know, that's the greatest advice I think that we all could take. And one thing, especially if you're interested in someone being with them around their family to see in different instances how they react and how they, um, you know socialize with their family how they care for their family because that's a very important thing you need to know
1: kathy thank thank you for your call good information you have some thoughts um i agree with you in that in in the the Bible, there certainly are many excerpts in there about uh, man and woman and, and relationships. Um, You know, some question about the weaker vessel versus the stronger vessel. I'm sure there are people out there wondering about that. Um, Would love to hear from that. You also brought up a really, really good um, bit of information about family being around family, how many couples have gotten into trouble um, once they're in a relationship about one not liking the other's family or even friends. And that's certainly um, one of those top 10 topics you have to talk about. Um, What about family traditions? What about family rituals? Do you respect those? Um, Or will you have none of that? And will that end up being a discussion point? Um, And then Jay and I at break were talking about something else, too, Kathy, that came up. As we're talking about family, if you are bringing children into um, a marriage, or, um, is, have you had the discussion on how you would handle that? Um, and then, going a little bit further, talking about kids. So... Kathy, thanks for your call. Like like you said, there's advice out there um, in that great book, and lots of other um, great advice out there. I'll like I said, I will certainly put information online um, for for um, our listeners. So thanks for your call. Let's move on into the the past family traditions and ritual, and whether or not you like. Uh, your significant other's family and and now into more the the kid talk are you do you want kids um are you interested in kids that actually is um, is up on the list the talk about kids. do any of you know marriages that broke up or relationships that broke up because one Um, individual in that relationship, though perfect seemingly otherwise, just didn't want kids, didn't want to have them. And the other one perhaps did. And um, that certainly can be a big problem area. And I can assure you one of the most dangerous things you can do is get into a marriage or a fixed relationship, a committed bond with someone, and think that you can change their mind about something like that. So if you've decided this person is perfect for you, Yet they say they don't want children, and you do. You need to have a hard discussion with that individual about whether or not that would change. And if the answer seems no, then you need to have a hard discussion with yourself about whether or not this is something you will give up forever. Um, would love to hear from other listeners um, out there if they had any Issue such as this or how did you deal with it or do you do you think perhaps you can change someone's mind as you move along in a relationship you can give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING we have lines open that's one 672 7464 so the talk about kids very very important And then this one it seems to me maybe um, is important in some groups to have, though, um, again, this is one area that one would think would be sort of if you're getting in a committed relationship, uh, this would be a given, but not necessarily the monogamy talk. Do you want a monogamous relationship? Is that what you can tolerate and only that? Um, It can mean different things to different people. But to have a real honest conversation about um, what you view as monogamy. Okay, so let's talk about that. How would you feel if you're in a heterosexual relationship and, say, your husband... Uh, his best friend is a woman. Um, could you tolerate that if you know right now that this person that you are dating and you find um to be wonderful in every way and you're getting pulled into this relationship? but you know that his best friend is a woman. Um, how, how can you deal with that? Will you be able to tolerate that friendship without becoming jealous? And do you think it's possible for that to happen? So think about that. If we're talking about not, not just monogamy in a, in a sexual standpoint, but also from a friendship standpoint. What do you think about that? Um, and also, how would your significant other view you as um, being friends with, with other um, men or women? So think, think about that and know that you need to be able to talk about that. If you're already seeing jealousy, coming out, and uh, someone who's trying to pull you away from people who are very important to you, whether same sex or different sex, then uh, you might find really troubled ground as you're moving forward uh, past that. Um, Once you get into that, that marital relationship, um, you can be rest assured that the problems will expand rather than diminish. As far as the desire for someone to to limit who your friends are or who you're out with, so I'd like to hear our listeners uh, call in on thoughts about that too. Um, what do you think about having? other important friends once you get married or get into that tight bond? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's necessary? Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking. We're talking about um, when is a relationship right for you? We'll be right back.
0: Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio.
4: Southern Remedy is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded in part by a grant from the University of Mississippi Medical Center and by the generous support from you, our listeners. MPB Think Radio loves to help with lots of subjects. But between 9 and 10 on Wednesday mornings, we focus on your nest. On Fix It 101, we want to help you make your place safer, quieter, drier, brighter, bigger, cooler, cozier, or the opposite of any of those things, depending on your preference. The pros are Delmore of Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons of Houseworks. I'm the amateur and host, Jason Klein. So go ahead and ask away. Fix It 101 is Wednesdays at 9 on MPB Think Radio. News you can trust in radio built around you. Mississippi Public Broadcasting. This is Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To take part in today's show with your questions or comments, call 877-MPB-RING. That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show, family at mpbonline.org.
1: Welcome back. This is Relatively Speaking, and I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. Thanks for listening. We are talking about how do you know when you're in the right relationship? How do you know this is something that you should stay in and move forward? So there are issues like family planning, money, monogamy that could be the best way for couples to stave off a future split. Um, and and we're talking about those. We'd like to hear from you. What do you think are important talks that you have to have before you get into that fixed relationship? What do you think about um, the money talk, the family talk? And then what about... Um, your, your family, your extended family, do you think that you need to make sure that your significant other really knows them and loves them like you do? Would that be something that might affect your relationship? Another thing to, to think about. Um, And I'd like to hear from you is, do you think it's a good idea to go into a relationship with knowing something is not quite what you want, but thinking that you can change? Have you tried to do that and did it work for you? And if it didn't, can you give advice to others um, about why they shouldn't do that. would like to hear your thoughts about knowing that person's right. And as we move through, I'll go into some of those clues about the how you how you know and how you know maybe it's completely wrong. Um, but you can give us a call at 1877 MPB ring. That's 1 18776727464. Okay, let's go back to the phones. We have Hamilton in Grand Bay, Alabama. Good morning, Hamilton. Thanks for calling.
5: Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. It means a lot. I'm a long-term listener, but I've never called in the show.
1: Well, good first-time caller. Thanks. Cool. Tell us what you have to say.
5: Okay, well, my, um, my wife and my two girls are six and eight. My wife's 32, and I'm 36. And, um, we're all suffering the same sort of gastrointestinal comfort, I guess is the best way to put it uh-huh um It's like in a triangle going from the sternum down in the left region of the abdomen, and it's just in that one part okay, and um, like we've changed our diet we've we've stopped drinking soft drinks and cut out the fried foods and and we have uh, miso soup and rice and stuff like that. So, so it's not the food that we're eating, but this has been going on about six months now. And um, I was just wondering if you had any, like, other than what we've done. Um,
1: oh, okay, you know. Hamilton. We're, we're talking about family relationships and how do you uh-huh. know someone's right for you or not? And you're calling right. about gastrointestinal issues I'm sorry. but I that's mean, okay i didn't
5: listen to the first part of the show i was just so excited about calling because i had a chance to call <laughs> that's okay you so know I actually there and he said it was okay so yeah he,
1: okay. that's okay i can do uh, it I'll, hamilton
6: i will say um, uh, hamilton you will probably if you call tomorrow between 11 and 12 when dr rick de is on he will knock that out of the park. I guarantee you. Awesome.
1: He will. He will. But I can tell you that if you all have the same thing and it's been nice. going on for that long a time, it may be something infectious. Um, okay. And so you probably need to go a little bit further with the investigation. But, we'll yeah, call
5: me. But you're you're such a great lady, and I love your show. Oh, thank and I you. And the first part of it. And good luck with the rest of it. And I'll, I'll tune in and... and our, our relationships are getting better. My my six year old's very headstrong, but you know they tend to be that way when they're that age. And and um, thank you so much for taking my call, though.
1: <laughs> Hamilton, thanks for calling and call tomorrow too. But call us back. All right. Well, let's go on to, um, yeah, I I hope Hamilton really will call um, tomorrow Dr. DeShazo because um, when something goes on that long with several members of the family, one would worry most about infectious issues going on. All right. Well, let's go back to um, relationships. Dee and Biloxi, you have some thoughts about monogamy. I
0: do. Um, Well... I think that it is a very complex issue when it gets down, when it boils down to um, two people Mm -hmm. and it it, it goes more deeper than we're comfortable with. Uh, I think on a, for the man and for the woman Uh, it's a a lot of responsibility. Uh, The truth is we, we don't have ownership of each other and you do have to find the right person. You have to connect with the right person for that person to be secure enough with you to allow you to be who you are without all these restrictions, because you are who you are. And when you have all those restrictions on you, then you're, you're restricted to be who you are. Mm -hmm. And it it does matter who you connect with. Um, It matters. Uh, for your future. It matters uh, next month, next year. You have to have some, some some similarities. You have to have partnership. You have to be free enough to, to know that you love this person and this person loves me, and we love each other enough to allow each other to be ourselves. You have no ownership of each other.
1: Wow. So it,
0: it, 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 it's so complex, but we, we make it hard, mm-hmm. but it's really not. It's
1: not that hard. Yeah, you're so you're so right, Dee. And you know you you said it so well, and as well or better than anything that that I have read. Um, you are who you are, and for someone to really love you completely, they have to love who you are, and be able to accept that.
0: Yes, no one is perfect. No one is going to be perfect. Crash the fairy tale dream. (laughs) Please stop watching so much television. (laughs) You know, it really warps your brain. Get back into simplicity of life. Understand, you know, get to know who you are. You know, connect with things that are beautiful in your spirit. And that's going to continue to enhance and fine-tune you It's, it's really not that hard it's not we make it hard we make it so much harder than what it is
1: we, we yeah. sometimes do. And, you know, we've talked about the fact that you said not watch so much TV. I, I also would like to say don't stay too much on Facebook and, and other areas where um, a distorted view of what reality is is out there. So you might think individuals have these incredibly romantic, wonderful, perfect relationships by what they post on Facebook oh, or Instagram. Wow. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. When it's not that way, right?
0: It's it's really not, and
1: you know, life is not uh, perfect. But it can be what
0: you want it to be. You have to, you know, be specific, know what you want, and mm-hmm. um, you know, gravitate to that. It, yeah. it, it helps.
1: Yep. Thanks for calling, Dee. Thanks so much. I I think you said something else I wanted to point out um, before we go to our next break that uh, Dee said is be specific. It's really important. It's okay to know that there's give and take. And yes, there has to be give and take in any relationship. But if you have something that you absolutely must have in your relationship, Be specific about it. Talk about it. Let that person know who you are. Um, And, you know, as we get older, something to remember is many of us wait a little later to get married now. As you get older, you formulate more who you are. You become more fixed in your ways and your opinions. And it's harder to change. So particularly any of you out there who maybe are older and um, and interested in someone who is your age, then keep in mind that it is very unlikely that that individual will change from who they are now. And that right. may be great, right?
0: It is actually great because it, it really thins out who is right for you. You know, let people be themselves. You be who you are. And if it when it doesn't work out, hey, don't be so depressed about it. <laughs> it's not he or she is not for you. It's you know, something else better or somebody with
1: what you're being specific about is coming to you. Yeah, you know that's right. Yeah, you be you should be happy that you discovered that this isn't going to work out because as I to- I've told my children and my friends, there is a lot worse than being alone, and that's being in a terrible relationship. So that's what we're trying to head for is how to know you're in the right relationship. So we're going to take thanks, Dee. We're going to take our final break and when we come back we'll talk about a little bit more about how you know Um, we want to hear from you Throw in your opinion on how you can make sure that you have the right relationship for you. I'm not looking for the perfect person. We're looking for the right person for you. Give us a call at one mpb ring That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking, and we'll be right back.
4: you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org.
3: As an MPB listener, you probably know of Radio Reading Service, our free closed-circuit network for the print-impaired. But did you know that means Radio Reading Service isn't only for the visually impaired and that MPB provides the special receiver you need for the service? Call 601-432-6301 to see if you qualify for MPB's Radio Reading Service. 601-432-6301. There's so much more to
0: know.
4: To listen to stories and shows, go to mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To take part in today's show with your questions or comments, call 877-MPB-RING. That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show, family at mpbonline.org.
1: back. This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and we are talking about how to know you're in the right relationship. Not the perfect person, but how do you know that that person's right for you? So, we're going to go on back to the phones. Let's go on to Bucky and Mobile. Good morning, Bucky. Thanks for listening.
6: Hey, thanks for having me. Um, my comment uh, um, So, uh, thank you so much for concluding your last segment by saying, Oh geez. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm having a, a moment here
1: that we're um, not looking for the perfect person, but the right person. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or someone
6: who's compatible with you and none of us are perfect. Um, however, when you're dealing with someone and you've been in a long-term relationship with them, and this has happened to me, unfortunately more than once, um, uh, Oh, your comment was that you're better off being by yourself.
1: Oh, quote, yes,
6: quote unquote. Then you know because you're never really by yourself. I mean, there's the world is full of people to relate to in, in ways that are not necessarily marital. Right. Right. In any in any sense of the word. Um, uh, but when you're dealing with with someone, uh, there's there's nothing that is worse than a. a True betrayal. A true betrayal where you know you're you're doing your part and you are being the honest, the open, the uh, uh, every supportive in every sense of the word. Um, and this person is
3: <laughs> out having a good old time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think there are many people who have been trapped in those relationships when out front. In fact, I have a friend who's dealing with it right now. Um, they got into a relationship and maybe didn't have all the conversations and maybe didn't take the time they needed, but now um, have found that um, what they thought this person was was not truly what they were. And <laughs> and that is is very Upsetting, and so what we're trying to do today is is get those people out there who are working on a new one, trying to make sure that you're getting into the right kind of relationship, because it can be very destructive if not. And I think what I said is it's really better to be a- alone or not in a relationship than to be in a terrible relationship. So. Thanks, Bucky, for your call and thanks for your thoughts. I hope um, your next relationship is really a good one. Me too. Thanks. Well, let's go next to Angie and Greenville. Good morning, Angie. Hey
3: there. Good
1: morning. You have some comments. Tell us what you have.
3: I do have a comment. I think that if when we go into relationships, not just for um, for marriage, but if you treat that marriage as if, as if you would treat a friend or the way we should treat anyone, that we'll have a lot more success um, with relationships. And I, I say that because I um, respect my husband as though he is a friend, the way that I would treat my dad or a stranger, just to be kind to people in general. And I think that takes us much further than if we just be kind and be, you know, nice in general, that it doesn't make a marriage so hard to work on.
1: You're so right. And, you know, often I hear people do this. They are the most unkind to the people they love the most. You'll um,
3: hurt family and friends quicker than you will you hurt family quicker than you will a stranger or a friend, but just be kind to your family and your husband and your wife.
1: You got it. And to remember, they're the most important people in your life, and so you need yeah. to, to keep that in mind, Angie. Yes,
3: a lot of times yeah. we want to impress strangers or other people. Take that same thing into your marriage or to your family.
1: That's it. That's perfect advice. Thank Thanks so much, <laughs> Angie. Well, let's go. Our final caller is Sue in Beaumont. So you have uh, about a minute to tell us about marriage. Tell us what you have to say. <laughs>
3: well, I don't want to talk about that. But, um, I, I want to tell you there's a show on TLC uh, called 90 Day Fiance where these people are brought to the United States on a K-1 visa, and they have to marry the, the person that brought them to the United States within 90 days, or they have to go back to their home country. This, this is what I've noticed is that if if they don't have that uh, share the same language and the same culture it, it's doomed. Uh, it's very, very difficult for them to very, very difficult to make a marriage when you don't share at least something in common like language or culture.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you're so right uh, because sometimes the the culture um, in a marriage in another country can be so very different in the expectations of what the woman and man bring into the marriage are very different in different areas of the world. So, and of course, language. Goodness, how can you talk through the things you need to talk through if you don't have the commonness of language? And I've certainly seen some beautiful marriages come out of individuals from different countries um, where they work very hard to expand and improve the relationship. But those those are marriages that really you should, before you get into a marriage, take your time about getting into it. Thanks, Sue, so much. So I just want to give you some parting thoughts before we close. You know you've got the right person if you can put everything out there for them, if you can be completely honest with them. You know that you're not risking um, this relationship if if you respect the people that he or she is closest to, if you love them and can bring them into your family. And also, you should always be able to to find joy in their successes and sorrow in their sorrows and be able to inspire each other to be better people. So make sure that you talk about everything as you're coming through this relationship. Make sure that you remember that no rush. You don't want to get into something that's not right for you. You want to get into something that only is going to enhance your life and the person you love's life. So thanks, everybody, for listening to Relatively Speaking. Today's show is engineered by our producer, Jay White. Our call screener was Patrick Price. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. Join us next Tuesday at 11 for Relatively Speaking, and please stay tuned next for NPR's Here and Now coming up on MPB Think Radio.